I know there's a couple folks out there that don't know what they're doing for this summer yet. Um, so we have that solved for you. We figured it out. You are going to go to CheapCaribbean.com to find deals on all your favorite, all-inclusive destinations, and you're going to spend your summer in paradise. Yeah, guys, come on. Take a break. You work hard. Everybody's working so hard. Mm. Swim up to the bar in Punta Cana or sit with your toes in the sand on the shores of Cancun. You can score an extra $175 off site-wide vacations of four nights or more now through June 3rd. Summer is going to be here before you know it. So do your deal and find vacays in your price range at CheapCaribbean.com. That's CheapCaribbean.com. You guys, have you heard about Squarespace? You must have, because I talk about it all the time. Their website has helped me with my businesses, but it will also help you grow your business. And it really does take the guesswork out of building a website. They have so many helpful and amazing tools, product features, and they make it so user-friendly. Now, one of our favorite product features is the Fluid Engine. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with a best-in-class website template and then customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. Stretch your imagination online with Fluid Engine, built in and ready to go on any new Squarespace site. Go to squarespace.com drama for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code drama to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. This summer, own your style with Macy's, whether packing for a destination vacation or planning a backyard staycation, Macy's has all that you need. Shop brands like Levi's, Dolce Vita, Lacoste, and more. Macy's has all of your summer must-haves. Summer dresses, matched sets, volume sleeve tops, espadrilles, mm. wedges, straw-crafted bags, bathing suits, and so much more. Oh my gosh, the free-for-all. Shop at Macy's.com slash own your style. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant makes navigation a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while you're on the road. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. First of all, you don't know me. <laughs> We're all about that high school drama girl, drama girl, all about them high school queens. We'll take you for a ride in our comic girl. Drama girl. Cheering for the right team. Drama queens, drama queens. Smart girl, rough girl, fashion but you're tough girl. You could sit with us, girl. Drama queens, drama queens, drama queens. Drama, drama queens, drama queens. One Tree Hill, baby! That's how I feel when I saw this episode. One Tree Hill rocks! Um, what was that? What was oh. the name of that sports announcer that used to talk like that? Dick Vitale? Vitale? What was his name? Yeah, the guy, I think the so. kind of like Yogi Berra. Sports! Baron. It's sports, baby! Sports ball! <laughs> um, guys, welcome to season four, episode nine. Some you give away. Whew. 
Wow. Aww. There was a lot that I we gave away. I loved this episode. Yeah. This was beautifully done. Tell them the tell them the arch, Sophia. What happened okay. this week? Okay, well, this, this episode originally aired November 29th, 2006, in case you were curious. As Whitey's last game approaches, the residents of Tree Hill feel the pressure of a looming state championship. Mm-hmm. Peyton reveals to Lucas she has feelings for him, and Haley learns the sex of her baby. Nathan and Lucas clash over personal and team goals, and sh- and Karen shows Deb tough love while Dan tries to strike a bargain with Dante. Oof. Ooh, this one was really good. This might be my favorite episode so far, unless I'm forgetting mm. about another one that I loved. But I loved this. It was so sharp. I loved it. Everything was right on. And I and I said it when we were hanging out watching. This episode is just as good as any of those Grey's Anatomy episodes that won Emmys. It's just as good mm-hmm. as any of those great high-profile um, network TV shows. I just thought it was so, so on point. You know what yeah. it is? It's anything that is geared towards teenage girls is totally devalued. Like this, 100%. It's like, oh, yeah. it's for... It's for teenage girls? Oh, that makes it bubblegum. That makes it soft. Ew. Yeah. That's not... That's not quality. And fuck you. Yeah, it is. This is a great episode of television. It is my favorite episode. <laughs> Anytime like fans ask us at a convention, which you I'm love. Start saying this one. It's this one. Yeah. It's, I, I'm going to start to say this one. Yeah. Fuck you. Where's our Emmy? This is great. <laughs> 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 Can we please name is that the title? <laughs> fuck you. Where's our Emmy? <laughs> oh. It was funny. It was sad. It was funny, sad, funny, sad. It's a perfect combo. You know what I liked, too? There was a really cool kind of bookend. You really see how far all these characters have come. And they're they're so rooted in what is currently happening in their worlds. Everyone's getting a little more vulnerable. It, it feels like an opening, this whole episode, for some yeah. reason. And it's the beginning of the end. Yes, and it's, and it's bookended with these references to the beginning. You know, yeah. Lucas says to Nathan, we're going to battle. And mm. he references that first River Court game. And at the end, you actually see the flashback of Lucas and Peyton to the River Court game. I loved that. And, and it's like the whole episode feels like it's carrying our whole series thus far inside of it. I Oh, I just yeah. love it. That's yeah, a love great it. way to put it. It's all, mm. it's all like in the bottle. We've built the yeah. little ship inside the bottle. And it's this oh. confetti snow globe, the state championship <laughs> episode. Yeah. yeah. I loved all those shots world. of all the confetti. You know what I really liked? I loved the mislead at the beginning when you find out later that Whitey's playing the tape from the radio <gasps> announcement of his game <gasps> 18 years ago. Of mm. Dan Scott's How game. How good was that? Yes. Because we that felt it. We felt the disappointment of the entire town. You know, yeah. and and to see everyone crying, that that was kind of the mastery of our show, where you would get the mislead and then see like, oh my god, everything's okay, and you would forget all the trauma that you witnessed earlier, and then yep. when it falls in your lap again at the end, it's just like, oh, how did I get tricked I twice? Not <laughs> once, but twice. Yes, I was feeling it's so brilliant. good for a moment. That was largely in uh, in. Due to Greg Prane, she was the director of this episode and just did a mm. fabulous job visually taking us on that journey. There was mm-hmm. nothing that 
felt awkward or clunky to me. It the, it, the whole thing just flowed like a nice little stream of story. Yeah. And everyone had so much going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so refreshing when every single character has a great storyline. None yeah. of it was lazy. None of it. Right. You know, in the last episode, we knew that there was that really weird turn for Brooke to be like, maybe I made a mistake with Lucas just so that Peyton and Lucas could have their moment at the end of the episode. Yeah. yeah. Like in this episode, everyone's moments make sense. No yeah. one is is doing something just to get us over the bridge. Everyone's really on a journey. And, oh, I I just, I'm like, t- I'm tickled, guys. How I'm tickled this, by this episode. Yeah, how is this only episode nine? Like, I legit thought this was going to be the season four, you know, finale. Or, it feels oh, like a finale. It's was only this, episode nine. Yeah, I mean, this isn't even a mid-season break. We're, I wonder if we were taking a a break for something. You this know, must like be our Christmas break. Well, because this aired right at the end of November, but I'm wondering if maybe on our night, like was there some Christmas special happening on the CW or something that was going to take us off the air early? So mm-hmm. they made episode nine feel like a mid-season finale, you know? Could well, I think our season always got cut up in two. It was like it would mm-hmm. start in September or end of August, September and then air yeah. right up until the holidays. But then our shows never aired during Christmas and New Year's because everyone no. was like busy and they mm-hmm. were like, well, we're not going to waste episodes if no one's going to watch live. That was the only way to watch back then. Yeah, they would always do reruns over the over the holiday break. But I guess I'm just trying to figure out why this this feels like the, you know, second week of December episode. And then you yeah. go off for three yeah. weeks. But this is the end of November. So I'm just wondering if... In in 06, like the network had stuff going on, you know, like yeah, probably. Um, like when the Olympics are on, your show's just not on. Oh, the yes. Olympics. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That makes they're, sense. They're airing like shot put or whatever. Oh, God. Sports. Okay, wait, I, I have a question from the beginning. So the mm-hmm. scene where we left off in the previous episode, Peyton says, I love you, Luke. I love you. And then we come back and he's just telling it to skills. He We don't... I was upset I didn't get to see that scene. I was hoping for like a flashback. No, we to did. See. It showed we it. We did. And he says, oh. He says, oh. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Girl, and that's it's so good weird. too. Because he played oh, it really so well. Awkward. <laughs> Shoot. It was so awkward. I, was like, I made a note. I was like, why didn't I get to see that scene? It's because my Wi-Fi knocked out and I had to like try and catch up. Oh, that's yeah. Why. Okay. Yeah. No, he we definitely see it because Peyton's like, yeah. no, I love you. Like I'm in love with you. Clarifies yeah. it. I yeah, don't yeah. just love you, but I am in love with you. And I've been holding this back a really long time. And he says, oh. Oh. And I have it's just dealt so with this funny. situation in real life because <laughs> yeah. my son's best friend at school is a girl. And her mother called me and was like, hey, so uh, my daughter just is she's having a rough time. And she just really needed to gust to know, like, how special he is to her and was, like, telling him, like, you have been the one person who's consistently there for me, and I really appreciate you so much, and like, thank you so much. And she poured her heart out to him, and my son said, "Cool," and like walked away. <laughs> and mm. and I was like, "No, he legitimately meant it. Like, he meant that was cool." Yeah. And also, we're done here. Yeah. Um. And <laughs> I guess this episode must have been in the back of my mind because I explained it to her, like, "Yeah, that's how boys talk. They say one word, and they're like." And they mean it. They say what they mean, and they mean what they say. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh. Oh. (laughs) 
<laughs> I loved it. I love, boys don't know. They don't know. <laughs> and poor Lucas. I mean, come on. Like, he's just getting pulled in every which direction. I, I remember having a best friend in high school, and he was like, yeah, all the girls were all over him. He was totally a Lucas Scott type. Mm. Jock, soccer jock, and uh, but also like into poetry. He was sensitive and kind of poetic. He was a mm. you know, he was like in church youth group and like good guy. And so he had girls falling all over him. And uh yeah, I remember that feeling of like, can everybody just leave me? Like, can't I just be a normal teenage boy and like right. have sports? Can I just like play sports? Can you guys stop wanting me now? It's yeah, can you please <laughs> stop sharing Rough your life. feelings? I can't deal with your feelings about me. Mm-hmm. Rough I can't live life. up to your feelings. So I kind of, I get it. I get why Luke was like, uh, okay. Right. I mean, have you, you had someone say, I love you? And you're just like, Fuck. yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I've said it and had that reaction too. Like, ooh. Oh. Yeah. It's a rough Works deal. both ways, for sure. You know what um, I liked? I liked that Skills put it in perspective for Lucas when Lucas oh, yes, is going, you know, I don't know. Because he is, he's doing that thing. And, and Skills is basically like, grow up, dude. You chose this. He says, you've chosen to be there for Peyton. Peyton has just been in those situations you keep choosing to be there to rescue her. Yeah, you keep and showing up. And I thought up. that that's such a good friend to say, yeah, I get that you're doing the thing where you're acting like this isn't a big deal to you, but uh, I'm your best friend and I see you and you're clearly in love with this person. So what are you going to do about it? Yeah. I, lo- I loved the frankness of it. And I, I just, I so appreciate the kind of friendships where people go, Nah, I'm not going to let you make excuses. (laughs) I see what's going on here. You're lying. For me, the turn with Lucas, like, it happens too fast. Like, it has been years of being like, we're friends, we're friends, we're friends. And over the course of, like, an afternoon to an evening, he's like, it's you, Peyton. Okay, fine. Like, fine, I pick you. (laughs) For me, that was a little, like, jarring. But I also, like, to play devil's advocate, I'm, like, in my own head, remembering times where my girlfriends would be like, you should like so-and-so. And I would just be like, okay, I like so-and-so now. <laughs> oh, 100%. I had that once years ago with one of my, like, best guy friends. We're homies, like, in the, <laughs> in the most serious way. And every single person in our lives mm-hmm. was like, you two are perfect for each other. Oh, my God. Do you it. two, you two, you two, you two. And I remember we were, like, all on a trip. And we finally both just lost it. And we were like, what the f*** is going on? Like, we were, like, emotional and crying and talking about it. And he was like, I love you so much, but I do not want to be with you. And I was like, well, I don't want to be with you either. But why is everyone <laughs> telling us we should be together? You had to break up before you were ever together. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, I don't know. It's weird, right? And I was like, yeah, it's super f***ing weird. And, like, literally the next day we sat some of our friends down because a group of us was away for somebody's birthday. And we were like, guys. No way. We get why you want us to date. We don't have it. We just don't have it. So stop it. It's fucking creepy and it's weird. And you're making our friendship weird. Yeah. And all of our <sighs> friends were like, <sighs> it just feels like it would. And we were like, stop. And everybody was like, all right, fine. And and truly like. This is the anti-romantic comedy. Yeah. The anti-romantic comedy. We laugh about it to this day. Like one of my best friends on earth who, like we, talking about it stressed us out. Mm-hmm. We were both like, no, we can't even, I don't want to kiss you. You don't want to, no, 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 no. And it's like, oh, man, I remember thinking about it laughing actually the weekend of my wedding because him and his girlfriend were there. And we were just like, see, we've always been siblings. Right, and nobody yeah. else got it. But we got it 10 years ago. Y'all I'm made so it proud weird. Of us. 
Yeah. Yeah. Why is everybody making it weird, man? I don't know, man. So there's all these weird, there's so many ways relationships can go. And like, I do think the influence of friends, sometimes people see something before you do. You know, you've got your wall up. You're not ready to be vulnerable. Yeah. And it feels like that, especially when you think about it in the context of high school. It's almost like because they've screwed up early, Peyton and Lucas have both been really trying to absolve themselves Ugh, of everybody's a martyr. Well, you mm-hmm. know, it's like they're they're trying to absolve themselves of the way they betrayed their friend and their mm-hmm. and their partner respectively. And I think at least as a viewer it feels like especially for him he got so obsessed with being like I'm not that guy, I'm not that guy, I'm not that guy and he needed some people to be like yeah, well, you're not that guy anymore, but you are in love with her. Yeah. Just because you had all that, you went through all that, doesn't mean you're not still in love with her. Yeah. It's yeah. so sweet, that moment. I love The kiss that. is sweet. Like, it is a fast turn, and I do I do get it. Man, Peyton worked for that, man. Girl, I wish worked. they had, like, drawn it out. <laughs> like, they could have drawn it out a little bit more throughout the, you know, when he's playing. He could have looked over at you a few times. There could have been some kind of, mm-hmm. maybe ha- he's having flashbacks of the two of you guys while he's playing or just some some kind of something to give us the indication that he's remembering and feeling all the feels. Oh man. It was it was fun. I mean, I don't think it's a secret that I'm a competitive person and <laughs> like storyline-wise, it felt good to win because Peyton has been like You're second hilarious. fiddle and like dumped by literally everyone. Like, oh, I got Nathan, the guy. Nathan's a great guy now. Cool story. He was a dick with me. <laughs> you know, like Jake Jagelski <laughs> dumped me. Pete Wentz was a weirdo. You know, like, and then my, yeah. you know, Peyton's been dumped like so much. <laughs> this felt like a good, a good win. And for what it's worth, like, Chad and I, behind the scenes, like, would squabble early on in our series. I was, everyone knows, I was, like, mean to Chad. I was really rough on him. And I'd, like, poke poke the bear and be like, oh, what are you going to do about it? Because I'm an antagonistic person. And as we get into season four, we had fallen into a rapport that was, I think he really always wanted to show up for me because he knew that I would call him out if he didn't. And so our scenes together, Chad's a great scene partner for me, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. he would cry on my coverage. He would show up and, like, really want to make me happy. (laughs) And so this is the beginning of that era for my character. And so whereas last week when we watched the episode and I was like, oh, yuck. I watched this week's episode and there's a feeling of, like, oh, I'm going to get to do some stuff where I actually, like, had fun at work. Like mm, we we would have yeah. fun, you know. Peyton I like smiling yeah. again. Fine, it is. It's, it's so nice. It's so nice to see her smiling, and I think especially to find some joy, you know, after a series of traumatic episodes for her, and when there's still this distance with Peyton and Brooke, who Ugh. you know we talked about this either last week or the week before that they've been best friends since like preschool. Yeah, yeah. That's painful, and. I love that there's there's that energy like they they can't give up on each other even when they're mad even when they say mean shit to each other in the car in the quiet at the hospital they can't help but be there for each other mm-hmm. they're sisters and, yeah they are and and I think 
the glimmers of that are so refreshing, but knowing that knowing that it isn't completely repaired, mm-hmm. it's just so nice to see her winning somewhere. It's nice to see her getting some joy. Yeah. It's the holding hands. It's the that moment. Mm-hmm. Like each one of them wants the other one to win, but knows it's at a personal cost. It's like yeah. God, I'm mad at you. I'm so mad at you. I still want you to win, but if you win, that means I lose. Yeah. And they're both like feeling that. Um, I yeah. know we've got this big fight coming up, and I just can't even imagine how we get there after this because this was like I can't either tender. Well, it's so tender, and what I really didn't like, and I I protested about it a lot at the time. I really, really hate that the writers kept making Brooke take swipes at Peyton about her mom. Yeah, that was dark. It's just, yeah. it's so ugly. And I do remember, I, I don't remember a ton about how we get into the fight on the front lawn, but I do know, I remember that being the core of it. Cause when you started crying in that dialogue, saying like, you made fun of my mom's death. Like I started crying mm-hmm. and I remember the director being like, you're not supposed to be crying right now. And I was like, this is really sad. Sad for both of us. Yeah. I hate this. So I, I know they're leading up to that. And I, I don't know. I, I, I personally hate it, but I. It's a device again. It's Brooke it's having to do a device. Yeah. And it's, and it's a step too far. But what I, what I will say is this sort of moment of relief you know, for me is when we're sitting in that hallway, Peyton, you know, Brooke asking the question, what did he say? Because she's just like, I know this idiot screwed it up because my friend is sad. (laughs) I can't help but asking. And Peyton tells her, you know, oh, and they they share, when you go the step farther to say, you know, he said it was you. Like, I told him he doesn't want me. He said it was you. I think that, I almost felt like I could see something like like a weight lift off Brooke's shoulders because her the two people she loves the most have betrayed her. So now betrayal is her core wound. Mm-hmm. And I understand that viscerally. Like betrayal for me is a nuclear emotion. I I will show up for just about anything. If you're in a bind, if you need to be bailed out of jail, They're like whatever it is, I'm there. But if you lie to me, mm-hmm. like... I don't know how to get over that. Yeah. And I, you know, it's a thing I've worked on for close to 20 years. And the the like root for betrayal is like white hot to me. Mm-hmm. And I felt like, and maybe I was having a, a more personal experience than a character one watching that scene, but when you said it, it's like I felt like I saw the weight lift off her shoulders a little bit because suddenly it's no. You're not hearing me. Like, it's not about me. And then she lets it go. It's like once she knows she's not being betrayed anymore, mm. it's it's healing. And in the end, when Brooke looks at Lucas and says, go, it's okay. It's like she's absolved or free. Yeah, it's like Peyton just wants her to tell her the truth no matter what. Like, yeah. I'll tell you the truth when it's bad. I'll tell you the truth when I think that you'll think it's good. Like, Lucas yeah. picking you. I'm telling you the truth. That should be a good thing for you. That's what you mm-hmm. wanted, right? You know, it's like, it's following it up. It's consistency. It's I'm going to tell yeah. you the truth no matter what. Even and at a I personal cost. And I love that. 
And I think I think what's cool about the truth that you tell in that scene is that for Brooke, it's not about Lucas picking her. For Brooke, it's about, oh, you haven't betrayed me again. This has been really hard, but oh, the thing I thought was happening isn't happening. So yeah. you're not lying. And that's where the healing's possible. Yeah, she stayed consistent in her desire to really see see her friend. Peyton stayed consistent in her desire to see her friend uh, close out that journey on her own pace. Yeah. Without Peyton's interference, she just was respectful enough to step back and let that happen in spite of everything she was feeling, which yeah. is the mark of such a good friend. And I think you guys have both been such good friends to each other throughout this series. It's like you're constantly taking turns holding the weight. So it was nice to see that all resolve finally. My Wayfair account has been... (laughs) (laughs) Guys, it's one of those passwords that I just store on my computer because I'm always logging in, whether I'm doing something for my house for one of the charities that I work with, we're re- you know we renovated the teacher workrooms at my kids' school. Wayfair is just the best resource for any and all renovation projects. I agree. I'm finding a great price on the perfect new piece for your home. It's super satisfying or for a place that you're contributing to. Wayfair is the place to shop for everything home from sofas and beds to dining sets, decor. They have it all. You can find thousands of huge deals site-wide up to 80% off, like Hillary just said. And the selection is pretty unbelievable. I feel like anything I need to find that has to do with home, whether it's faucets for renovations or rugs or outdoor patio furniture or chandeliers or gadgets for your kitchen. It's all there. That's right. You can find everything you need for your living room, outdoor areas, bedrooms, and more. And they have a huge selection of home goods ranging from appliances and area rugs to beds and wall art. And it's all on sale. On sale. Wayfair has something for every home, no matter your style or budget. Don't miss Wayfair's biggest sale of the year to get everything home. Head to Wayfair.com now to shop Wayday for three days only. That's W-A-Y-F-A-I-R.com. Wayday ends May 6th. Friends, we need a second to talk about Squarespace. Squarespace has so many helpful and amazing tools, product features, and they make it so user-friendly. Now, one of the product features that I love is their asset library. You can upload, organize, and access all of your content from one place. With the new asset library, you're able to manage all of your files from one central hub and use them across the Squarespace platform. They also have flexible website templates, so you can get started with one of their professional website templates with designs for every category and use case. Then you just customize your look, update content, and add features to fit your unique needs. You can make any Squarespace template do what you want, so your idea, your brand, or your business stands out online on every device. Plus, They will make selling your products on an online store a breeze. Whether you sell physical, digital, or service products, Squarespace has the tools you need to start selling online. Go to squarespace.com slash drama for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code drama to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. So I play this little game every morning where I leave the house looking decrepit. 
And then I drop my children off at school. And then I get to my office and I take out a nice, cute little bag that came with my Thrive Cosmetic order. And with just a couple of products, I'm able to look like a normal, happy, healthy human again. It's incredible. I love these products. Thrive Cosmetics has a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look. With clean, skin-loving ingredients, their foolproof products make it easy for any skill level to apply. Now, a few of my favorite products include their incredible Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner. It's easy-to-use waterproof pencil, holds like wax, and blends like a powder. Just line brows to give them some structure and create natural-looking strokes of hair to fill in sparse brows. It comes with a spoolie brush to lift and tame brows after applying the pencil, and there are eight shades to choose from that adjust to your natural brow color for a perfect match every time. Now, my other favorite product, I've been talking about this forever, is the Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara. Their unique formula creates tubes around each eyelash to lengthen them. And it's super easy to remove, you guys. This is my favorite part. It just slides right off with warm water, doesn't leave smudges, doesn't pull your eyelashes out. It's incredible. Its nourishing ingredients support longer, stronger, and healthier-looking lashes over time. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash drama. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash drama for 10% off your first order. I know there's a couple folks out there that don't know what they're doing for this summer yet. Um, So we have that solved for you. We figured it out. You are going to go to CheapCaribbean.com to find deals on all your favorite, all-inclusive destinations, and you're going to spend your summer in paradise. Yeah, guys, come on. Take a break. You work hard. Everybody's working so hard. Mm. Swim up to the bar in Punta Cana or sit with your toes in the sand on the shores of Cancun. You can score an extra $175 off site-wide vacations of four nights or more now through June 3rd. Summer is going to be here before you know it. So do your deal and find vacays in your price range at CheapCaribbean.com. That's CheapCaribbean.com. Well, I like your anti-friend behavior in this episode because you give Rachel so much. <laughs> just, you, every scene with you two ends with you being like, I hate your face. Also, you're the worst. It's so great because Haley's like the sweetie pie. Not with Rachel. Yeah, it's like, well, well, that's the same kind of thing. Like, once you tried to sleep with my husband, I'm sorry. I have no, like, second. Yeah. There's no second wind. There's it's no, like, no. <laughs> no, hard pass. I'll, yeah, I'll do the right thing for the principle of the matter because that's who Haley is, right? The principle of the matter is do the right thing. So you yeah. do it. But it's not because I like you or I want to or I'm feeling particularly <laughs> generous or forgiving. <laughs> no, no. No, I just want to no, win. No. I'm here to win. I'm a better person than you forever. <laughs> um, also, though, like this whole, like the, the health part of Haley's pregnancy, you know, like the fear yeah. in your first pregnancy is a great storyline, you know? Yeah. How did you feel about all that stuff? Like, did you talk to Moira and Barbara? Like, did anyone walk you through what happens to your body in pregnancy? No, no nobody did. And I, 
Well, I don't know that I really asked. I mean, I think I did some, I looked some things up and did some research, but um, no, I, I think maybe I was like too, I wanted to seem like I had it all together. I wanted to seem mm. like I knew it and I could do it on my own. So I think I didn't ask for help a lot then. Um, but I, I did do some research and read some pregnancy books and just kind of tried to gather it, but it, it's still no comparison to no. actually mm. going through it. So mm. I didn't know what I was, I mean, I was like, okay, I've seen this happen a hundred times on TV. I guess if I'm having cramps, I'll be on the floor and I would be, I think maybe they had a medical advisor on the set. Now that I'm talking, I feel like I'm having a memory resurface where there was someone on set who was telling me what I would be what I would look like, how my body would be hunched over, what part of my stomach I would be touching. I mean, it all seems really self-explanatory, but I don't know. I was like 20. I mean, not for Peyton. Guys, I'm so embarrassed about that scene where you're on the floor in the bathroom. (laughs) This is so funny. (laughs) I feel like the way it was shot, we didn't actually see. We were just told like, okay, camera's going to be here. We have to fit the camera crew into this little bathroom. So Joy's not actually going to be here. So here's the tennis ball. I was probably ball. also like off getting my hair and makeup done or something. Like they yeah. hadn't called me to set because they were like, here's the X on the floor. Just, just yeah. Look at, that. look at this X on the floor. And that's Haley and she's in pain. And all the girls are like, oh no. And Peyton's like, I see a demon. <laughs> like my eyes are bulging <laughs> out of my head. It, yeah. Like in my mind, Haley's hemorrhaging, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, there's blood everywhere. It's awful. I was in a different movie in that scene, you guys. That, that was a is different. so funny. You did. You had, ho- you had horror movie face. <laughs> yeah. And the rest of us had like I, nerves. Peyton's got nerves. so much PTSD from all the dumb shit that's happened in the last Ooh. month. That- she was like, more trauma. <laughs> oh, no, I can't do it. I can't do it. No more. <laughs> But it got us into the hospital, which was one of our favorite scenes. Oh, it did. That was fun. That, oh, my that. gosh. You guys killed that. It's one of the best memes <laughs> on the internet. Are you kidding me? Uh, bitch, slut whore. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Bevin it is love it. so funny. Yeah. And I like that we bickered in the car. You know, like there was mm-hmm. a divisiveness was amongst cute. us. And that experience yeah. is... I think of really easy thing to relate to where it's like, oh, it's bad. Look, I'm mad at you, but circle the wagons, girls. Yeah. Back to the best of One Tree Hill. Like that was all the way back to the beginning. All of us piled into a car and it reminds me of season one. It's just so fun. It really is. And they gave Bevan great comic relief in this episode. Like, you know, Rachel suggesting the role playing and you going after Rachel and then Brooke and Peyton going after each other. And then Bevan with the one-liner from the third row. It's just so <laughs> well, good. We didn't even know there was a third row in the car. Yeah. Until she showed up. I was like, oh, the car keeps going. And then the same vibe with, you know, all of us getting mad at that intake nurse and, and her saying thank you. It They really had found this hilarious, like, button niche yeah. for her that was really great. I'm Rachel, and I have red hair. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys... I, I had like a weird feeling watching that scene with how mean that nurse was about Haley mm-hmm. because it rung a bell before, 
But that's exactly what our boss used to say about the cheerleaders. Yeah. Like, oh, the cheerleaders were never nice to me. They were too good for me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wait, are we doing the same thing we did in the last doing episode? This? Even the doctor who was like, go go wait in the lobby and cheer and for cheer something. Cheer for something. That's so on the nose, man. But you, it's like you got a comment on it? The counselor who says the rude thing to Rachel about being a pretty girl who can flirt her way through life. Yeah. And then these adults, uh, you know, saying that they never liked cheerleaders. And I, I don't know. It all just felt diggy it felt yeah it felt really pointed even even the uh, i'm so sick of this comment about chicken legs because and and it started because i don't i mean i don't know specifically the reason but i do know that sometime around here hillary had gained the reputation as having the best legs in the business which she does well yeah no if you have not taken a look at hillary burton's legs you really should because they're really incredible they're unbelievable and, yeah and um they were it was it was like so we would always talk about it. it was it was like freely in our conversation all the time if you were around you look amazing best legs in the business and i think it was irritating to our boss and then started like putting in a little dig because he just couldn't mm-hmm. manage to let us have anything positive mm-hmm. he found out mm-hmm. that my dad called me chicken that was my nickname growing up like that's what my dad called me Interesting. it had nothing to do with my legs. But our boss had to make it a dig. And so this thing thing that was sweet for me got turned Mm -hmm. into something gross. The same thing with clean teens. This thing that was like a sweet memory with me and my friends got turned into something gross. And so this idea that I'd had that I was working on something collaborative where we would all share our experiences the way people do in a writer's room. I was a little dummy that thought like, oh, I'm getting to be a part of the writer's room by sharing personal experiences, but they just kept getting manipulated over and over again. Mm. And so now I don't do that. Now I'm just like, no, do your job. You make some shit up. I'm going to keep my things for me. I think that's a really interesting thing in general for us because we didn't have mentors. We didn't have anybody watching our back. You, we never had someone say, maybe don't give the writers, all your stories. Mm -hmm. We never had someone say, oh, if someone asks you a question in an interview that makes you uncomfortable, you can say, next question. Yeah. Like no one ever did that for us. So we we would always show up and and be on the spot and and give and give and answer and try to be professional. And to your point, Joy, try to really know and do the research. And and we didn't have anybody helping us create boundaries because they wanted us to be without <laughs> right why would why would we give us the tools to well, take yeah. care of ourselves yeah and like I didn't I didn't learn that until so many years after our show mm-hmm. and when you think about the, the first 10 years of your career being in an environment where you're sort of constantly pulled from by, yeah. by you're the people milked. who are supposed to teach you to be protective. Oh God, I don't Ugh. like that at all. But literally, but like, but yeah, it's it's true. It's it's very. It just is uncomfortable. And I, I guess there's a version of it now. You know, I love the comedy of us in the hallway in our cheer uniforms, and I I love the scene between you and I. But there's just like shit that, as an adult, I see in these scenes that I didn't I didn't see then, and it I don't know because well, when it, you're a kid, you're sharing your stories sad. because it feels like family. You're yeah. all sitting around. It's like summer and, camp. Yeah, everybody's just sharing, and it feels like it feels like comfort, and and they're mm-hmm. sharing stories back with you, and 
Yeah, I mean, that's how it works. They they manipulate, I say they, I'm having they. <laughs> the people who turn things around and manipulate it, they do that by getting you really comfortable. Yeah. And then using everything against you. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's how any cult leader, megalomaniac yeah. works. Well, the cult Mas- of tree. A, a mastermind, you, um, you say? <laughs> we we definitely oh you know, used our status with the fan base to get a ton of fans into that stadium. Like this was an opportunity Mm. where rather than gather outside of Karen's cafe and not be a part of the scene, we just threw the doors open and we were like, literally anybody that wants to come in here, meet us in Raleigh. Yeah. And like, do you guys remember that field trip hanging out in Raleigh? Cause it was Halloween weekend, wasn't it? It was like the weekend right before Raleigh. Oh my God. I do. Right. And I remember, you know, we had a thousand extras in that giant stadium. Bananas. And even that looked like almost no people. So we'd have to move the extras from one side of the stadium to the other side. So everybody had to have two changes of clothes. And then we had dummies (laughs) that were like on the edges, the inflatable people on the edges of frame. That they that they kind of left in you know soft focus and all it was amazing. All those people really showed up to help, and they brought so much energy, like the cheering and the yelling yeah. and the the pom poms and the signs, and and I just couldn't stop laughing when we were watching the episode because I was like, how did we afford to pay a thousand extras? And I was like, oh, we oh, did Chili's, Chili's paid oh, for Chili's, this. Chili's paid people. <laughs> Sweet Kelsey singing the baby back rib song. I was like, that's that's how we afforded a thousand that's extras. It. Yeah, got it. Make the cute girl do it. I, I totally love that. Forgot this was Raleigh. I remember that <sighs> trip. But we, I didn't. I, I don't think I stayed with you guys. I feel like I stayed in a in an Airbnb or something. We were in like a Hyatt. Or something like that. And there was a there was definitely a hotel bar. And usually at chain hotel bars, it's all businessmen. And so if you're just like the traveling salesman or the traveling executive that normally <laughs> hangs out in this bar, and then the entirety of Tree Hill High School descends on your Hyatt Regency <laughs> bar <laughs> with like one of our PAs, Alex Ostape, had lost a bet that day and had to carry around an inflatable dummy the entire evening. And so yes. just I remember like all the businessmen at the bar wanting to kiss our PA Lassiter. Like they were all super yeah. into, her, into yes. her. But it was, it was um, like the carnival had come to town. We just made yeah. a scene. Yeah. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply just want to soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder. Or find a featured all-inclusive package to Sunscape Resorts and Spas and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. Okay, friends, we are here to help you out. Mother's Day is May 12th. That means it's fast approaching. So instead of scrambling last minute this year, Hillary and I think you should try Macy's for your Mother's Day gifts. Oh, we sure do. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom 
easy this year. You can shop by price, like $25 and under to $100 and under. Categories like fragrance, handbags, and more. Or their gift lists, like for the mom who has everything, or for grandma, or for gifts that are already wrapped. Macy's is making it so easy on you. Find top gifts like Beats headphones, digital photo frame, Polaroid cameras, Samsung smart TV, the frame, which I have a couple of, love them. They're all at Macy's.com slash gift finder. Head on over to Macy's.com slash gift finder for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. So therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. Mm. I've had um, plenty of times in my life and seasons where I have needed a safe space where I could just uh, know that there was no judgment. I could just sort of dump out whatever I was thinking. And sometimes Mm. even just hearing myself say things out loud made it Mm -hmm. easier to go, wait a second, actually, I don't believe that. Why am I carrying that narrative around in my brain? But yeah. it doesn't always feel easy to say that kind of stuff to friends or people you're in relationship with. So I love therapy for that reason and many more. I do too. I totally agree, especially because therapy is a dedicated chunk of time. Like for me, it's an hour a week where I really focus on my self-care. It's like I think of it as a you know gym for my brain and my heart. And it's so important mm. to take care of yourself in that way. And like you said, Joy, you can't always unburden on your friends. And I think a lot of us sometimes don't talk about what's going on with us because we feel guilty asking somebody to help us work through something, but that's literally a therapist's job. And I think that's why it works so well. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It is entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash drama today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash drama. Oh, gosh, I'm so excited whenever we get these offers. I love using my coupons that I virtually clip out for Thrive because they have all these options of things that I can't find in my local grocer. And the one thing everyone has to do is grocery shop, right? So why not do mm-hmm. it from the comfort of your couch? And for me, that's where Thrive Market comes in. Totally agree. Thrive Market is my go-to for all of my grocery and my household essentials. And the convenience of getting everything online and then quick ship to my doorstep, huge time saver. I love that Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories. And I use their online filters to suit my lifestyle needs. So whether you're looking for organic kid snacks or low sugar alternatives or gluten-free pantry essentials, you can curate your own shopping experience with a few clicks to make simpler, healthier swaps. Not only do we all save time shopping as Thrive Market members, but I love that I save money on every single grocery order. I mean, on average, it's over 30% savings every single time. Whether that's pantry staples, like you said, like, you know, peanut butter and coconut oil, or I am getting the gluten-free snacks I'm actually supposed to be eating. It really (laughs) makes a big difference. (laughs) When you join Thrive Market, you are also helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. You join, they give. So save time and money. 
Shop Thrive Market today. Go to thrivemarket.com slash drama for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's Thrive, T-H-R-I-V-E, market.com slash drama. Thrivemarket.com slash drama. Well, we can bring an inflatable dummy out on the town just so you can have <laughs> next time. I want mediocre, bad, mediocre cocktails at a yes. hotel bar with a blow up mannequin. Yeah. That sounds It'll like be a perfect. really good time to me. Honestly, you know who I bet would come out with us? Rick Fox. If we were like, dude, <laughs> Rick Fox, like, you guys are dude, gonna recreate we this have this idea me? and he'd be like, Y'all are funny. I'm I'm down. I really think he would. <laughs> Paul would come. Mm-hmm. We could re- we could like gather the troops. <gasps> Can we talk about the fact that for the first time yes. in four years on our show, Paul Johansson is acting opposite an actor who is taller than him. Oh, he yeah. has yeah. always been the biggest person in the room, and Dan has this stature and this imposing energy because Paul is so physically big. Yeah, and then at the state championship. So Dante and Bear come up to Dan, and he looks like a normal-sized dude next to Rick Fox. And, <laughs> and it, it, like, you can really see it change the energy in the scene for yeah. Paul. Yep. I've seen that in real life, too. It's it's interesting when Paul's around somebody who's taller than him. It's, it's very unusual. Because it's so but, uncommon. Yeah. I think it's just a, it's, he just gets a little uncomfortable. I think he doesn't quite know what to do with himself. Well, you know, I thought I really started to think about it watching because everybody's taller than us. Yeah. Yes. For the most part. You know, I, I think about the We're number little baby of times women. You know, <laughs> just the number cats. of times we'd have to do scenes with the boys and stand on apple boxes yeah. mm-hmm. so that the camera could keep us all in frame in the tighter shots. And I I really wonder what it would be like to walk around for your whole life being so big. And then suddenly to encounter someone bigger than you, it, it must really be shocking. Like, you know when like a big dog kind of freaks out when it sees a kid? It's just like, what is that? <laughs> yeah. Like, it, they're, you know, they're just like, what is the small thing? I don't too. understand. <laughs> it, exactly. Like, he must just be like, what is this? Who's bigger than me in this world? How am I supposed to feel about this? Yeah, it's and it's something I literally cannot imagine. That's, so, yeah, that's true. I, but it, yeah, puts him, it puts him in this really different space. We all made a comment. When Dan is leaving the game at halftime because it looks like they're going to lose and he can't stand mm. to watch it, and he yeah. whips that car around and comes back because he wants to be there for the good, but also the fallout he knows is going to happen at yeah. some point. That was a great scene. Like, I loved that for Paul. yeah. You know, this is the first time we've been seeing Dan take a turn for the good and hold on to it for as long yeah. as he is. I don't know what that means necessarily because I'm still not sure quite where it's all going, but it definitely is the longest he's held on to the the good side, the remorse side. Yeah. Yeah. He feels he does feel like a new person. And I'm really enjoying watching Paul play this version of Dan. Yes. And it's a relief. It is a relief and and I realized how much of a relief it was in that scene at the end when, you know, Dan says to Karen, "Go home and I'll spend time, I'll lock up and, you know, clean up with our son." And and Dan and Lucas are having that moment and 
it's so nice. It's I was almost scared to admit how nice it felt. And then when Lucas brings up Keith, mm. you go, there it is. Mm-hmm. And I, I thought it was really well played. Yeah. That was jarring for me because mm-hmm. I'm just so conditioned to think like Dan's telling Karen to go home because he's going to hide something something in the store Mm -hmm. or Mm -hmm. have an interaction with somebody that's threatening. And there wasn't an angle. It was just to keep him there in protection of the kids. Yeah, yeah, that was really unsettling. And guys, like the idea that Nathan finds out he's going to have a son in the Mm. same episode that like Paul is connecting with his other son. Mm -hmm. It's like, when we get the information that we've got this responsibility, how does it change our decision-making processes? Yeah. Like, I loved the scene where you told him, it's a boy. I loved Mm. that, too. It changed everything. Mm -hmm. Because it was no longer just, yeah, I'm going to have a baby. It's this, you know, thing. And I'm so overwhelmed and the pressure. And I've just got to do this for the money. It's like it personalized for him. This is your future. What kind of message do you want to send to Mm. your son who's probably going to play basketball one day, you know? Yeah. Especially because we heard the old broadcast. It's like if we're sitting here hearing the Dan Scott broadcast of the game that he let his team lose, Mm. and Nathan has to, like, listen to that. And he's heard about it his whole life. And it's made Dan a nasty person. The idea that, like, oh, God. Am I going to repeat this generational trauma? Yes. I'd rather have my knee broken. And Whitey says it. He says, it will stay with you. Yeah. And then it goes to Dan. And and all of the energy of that old broadcast, it's such a good device, that announcer being our narrator in this episode. Even, Even when we are driving back from the hospital and the announcer in Dan Scott's game is talking about the Ravens coming apart at the seams. It's tragic. They've been through all these things together, thick and thin. And look at them now, you know, tearing mm. at each other. Mm-hmm. And that's about us. Yeah. yeah. And the boys are fighting. And, and you see it and you realize how tenuous these relationships are. And, and it's really special in that scene with Haley and Nathan to see it all hit him and to see him realize he can either be a version of his father or he can be who he wants to be. He can set the yes. example he wants to set. And those are the moments in oh, life. Those yeah. are the moments in life when you get faced with a decision that will impact the rest of your future in some major way. And it's like mm-hmm. really a hard, how difficult that must have been for him. Mm-hmm. But I love that it was also so easy. Like, no, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just going to do the right thing. That's the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. I loved the river court boy scheming. I loved yes. the Lucas oh, freeze out skills. Nathan. Just like, yeah. we're going to freeze him out. Yeah. And it was so like, um, I don't know. You're right, Sophia. It brings us back to the pilot. The whole yeah. series to this point is in this bottle. Mm-hmm. And that rivalry, although, you know, like has been kind of fixed. It's always going to be there a little bit. It's, yeah. it's always going to be yeah. a rich kid forever. Yeah. We're not going to let that kid win. I don't. I love what Whitey said in the uh, locker room. He said, the rest of your life is a long time. Mm -hmm. And Mm. if you lose, you lose, but don't lose this way. Yes. 
It's so yes. great. It's beautiful because, and then he he references it even on the court. He says it's a moral victory. Yeah. yeah. You know, the way you've played as a team in the second half. Yeah. And then, you know, you get, you get the competitive nature. Yeah. He says, I don't know if that's enough, enough for you, <laughs> you know, which there. is great because that's, that's real. But I, I yeah. love the lessons in it. And, and I love this for Whitey because it is mm-hmm. the beginning of the end. We're not, we're not going to watch him coach another high school basketball team Mm-mm. or Ugh. game. That's no. it. You know, he, he stays in our lives as the show goes on, but not in the same way. And so it felt like a really honoring send-off. The fact that mm-hmm. he got that Lifetime Achievement Award at the episode before at the banquet and now letting him have this final win to set him off into the next phase of his life. I'm so glad that they took the time to do that and to honor. The the elderly community is so disregarded and so Mm -hmm. um, ignored, especially in a TV show about teenagers. Yeah. I thought it set such a great example. I loved that. Yeah. There's There's an element to it that kind of stung because... Like, you know, when we do conventions and people will talk about like the post convention blues or like any kind of like post event blues, like when you wrap Mm. a movie or you finish a good book or whatever. The morning after prom. It, because you spend so much time looking forward to it. And then, yeah. It's why so many people like cry after their wedding. They're just like, wait, I've been working on this for like a year. <laughs> like, what do you mean? I know. What do I do now? Yeah. Now I just have to be with you. And that Whitey sitting all by himself really affected me because it was like, yeah, everyone's off celebrating. And he's beginning that process of just uh, dissecting it from his life. It's like, this is the first hour that it's not my identity and tomorrow will be mm. the first full day that it's not my identity. And the mm. day after that, you know, like you're cutting mm. a limb off. It's so much. Oh my of gosh. That is. makes me want to cry. Hillary. That's but such a beautiful way of putting that. That's like how I felt, you mm. know, it's yeah. He's losing a vital part of himself. And yeah, I mean, we see Whitey a little bit in the future, but not really. No, it's not the same. Yeah. It's not enough, that's for sure. Yeah. Because we were class of 2000, so many of my teachers retired right after we graduated. Like, they'd opened up my school in the late 70s. And so they're like, 2000 sounds like an even number. Like, we're out. And I remember just that kind of, like, mourning of, like, but then how am I going to find you? Like, if we don't have this thing, this building, or this, you know, place to go where I know you've always been there. I've always been able yeah. to go up to your classroom. Like, what are you talking about? Um, it, yeah, I, I don't know. It just really affected me. I'm still friends with all my teachers, guys. I'm such a dork for teachers. Like, yeah. And I Same, hate it when dude. they stop teaching. I know. It's like, I think about the teachers that are still in my life who made such an impact and, yeah, like transformational human beings. And, I don't know. It it's interesting to think about the you know the nostalgia of that, the importance of place. Mm-hmm. And then isn't it weird like in this moment to think like when you zoom out and you think about the fact that 
so many teachers are being told that they can't mentor their kids, that they can't talk to their kids about their families, that they can't even talk to kids about our actual history anymore. Yeah, I mean, they have to follow a core curriculum now. Can you imagine Whitey trying to follow a core curriculum? (laughs) That's what I love about him. But like, how do you help foster the the longevity of the teachers like Whitey? Yeah. You know? How do you how do you help? They're so few and people. far between those kinds of teachers. See, I don't know. know. I had so many. I don't know. Of them. I had so many. Yeah, me too. I mean, so my teachers were lifers. Teachers, those the kinds of teachers who will like actually know about what's going on in all their students' lives and really sit and talk with them about things. And I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know that there's a lot of those. My school was like, I think because all the teachers had already been together for thirty years, they knew our parents. They knew our Mm -hmm. older siblings. They knew our cousins. They knew our enemies. Mm -hmm. They knew our ex-boyfriends. Like, they literally knew every single thing about us. You know, that is, my my kid's school, my daughter's school does have their, it's a a tight-knit group. And I do love those teachers. And I love that they, there's so much emphasis on personal responsibility and, you know, just being good to each other and being kind, like, yes, they have a curriculum they need to follow. Yes, there are some things on the checklist that need to be taught. But um, to be nurtured in a school is, mm-hmm. I think, unusual these days. So it's it's always nice to see that. And we love our teachers. We love you guys. Thanks. Well, how yeah. about if you're a teacher and you're listening to our show? We love you. We love you. Very Except much. for calculus teachers. Just kidding. I love <laughs> My calculus teacher was so okay. cute. Um, so yeah, the what's with but, the yeah. whammy? What's with the fucking grade whammy? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. That was so weird. And I mean, I could see how in Rachel's world, she thought she was doing Brooke a big favor, but it's like such a waste of time where Brooke could be. Like Brooke could have gone and gotten tutored. Exactly. But now she can't and she has to cheat. Right? And does the counselor it, it, yeah. really think that Rachel's failing? Like, I, I'm so confused by that whole bit. Yeah, it's I all. Know. It's all very, it's a strange misdirect for sure. When Haley was going over that math question with Rachel, with the <laughs> balloon, oh, the fucking balloon. I zoned out. I, I was like, my, I started sweating. This is what my, Maria brought home a question last night. It was like, what's more, 50 liters or 15 gallons? And I was like, well, I don't know. Where's the key? So she gives me the key. And the key is, is not just direct uh, translation from liters to gallons. It's liter to cubic centimeters. And so then you have to guess how, you have to figure out how many cubic centimeters are in a gallon and then figure out how many cubic centimeters are in the liter and then double, like tr- mm-hmm. multiply that for the liter to get to that. And I I just couldn't, I, my br- I looked at her, I was like, I love you so much. I'm so sorry. I wish <laughs> that I could help you with this. I really do not understand what this says to me. <laughs> You're like, I'm going to find someone on the internet who can help. She'll exactly. be here on Tuesdays at four. That's right. <laughs> Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it if my life depended on it. That's how Haley and I are very different. I know there's a couple folks out there that don't know what they're doing for this summer yet. Um, so we have that solved for you. We figured it out. You are going to go to CheapCaribbean.com to find deals on all your favorite all-inclusive destinations. And you're going to spend your summer in paradise. Yeah, guys, come on, take a break. You work hard. Everybody's working so hard. Mm. Swim up to the bar in Punta Cana or sit with your toes in the sand on the shores of Cancun. You can score an extra $175 off site-wide vacations of four nights or more now through June 3rd. 
Summer is going to be here before you know it. So do your deal and find vacays in your price range at CheapCaribbean.com. That's CheapCaribbean.com. Okay, friends, we are here to help you out. Mother's Day is May 12th. That means it's fast approaching. So instead of scrambling last minute this year, Hillary and I think you should try Macy's for your Mother's Day gifts. Oh, we sure do. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. You can shop by price, like $25 and under to $100 and under, categories like fragrance, handbags, and more, or their gift lists like for the mom who has everything, or for grandma, or for gifts that are already wrapped. Macy's is making it so easy on you. Find top gifts like Beats headphones, digital photo frame, Polaroid cameras, Samsung smart TV, the frame, which I have a couple of, love them. They're all at Macy's.com slash gift finder. Head on over to Macy's.com slash gift finder for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant makes navigation a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while you're on the road. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Hey, it's your drama queens, and we're here to tell you that choking is the fourth leading cause of accidental deaths. So let's talk about LifeVac. It is a life-saving airway clearance device, which has saved over 1,500 lives. LifeVac is the easiest, safest, and only non-invasive choking rescue device that can save the life of your loved one. Visit LifeVac, L-I-F-E-V-A-C dot net and enter promo code DRAMAQUEENS to save 20% and secure your home kit today. I love so much, but where we landed was bad oh the end of the episode Ooh, that was rough yeah god that was, that was so intense okay yeah. so do we really think that nathan actually killed dante no. no 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 but i think dan was so desperate to do penance for murdering keith that mm-hmm. it was like just pouring out of him yeah like in some subconscious way like oh good a dead guy that i can take responsibility for so that i can actually pay off my debt I mean, the idea that he punched the asphalt has always bothered me because, like, any crime scene tech is going to be like, uh, that's your blood. None of your blood is on his face. None of his blood yeah. is on your hand. Uh, and you've got chunks of blacktop in your knuckles. Like, yeah, why, yeah. Did he, why didn't he what, just, just punch him? Punch him. He was dead already. What yeah. difference does it make? Grab yeah, he should have just punched him two times and been done with it and been like, I did this 17 times. Whoops. <sighs> yeah. Man. But, God, it's dark. Also... Who was the stunt woman who took that hit? That was yeah, joy. That was scary, baby. That was that was horrific. Yeah, I don't remember. Um, Oh my god, I did not like that. I wish I did. I wish I remembered her name. And the rolling over the car and the rolling on the ground—it was a lot. That was very scary. Did they did they let you know that like you were going to be okay, or did you get that script and you were just like, "Am I dead?" Like, because they did that to a lot of people on our show. 
like sneak attack yeah. deaths. Yeah. I don't think they did tell me, but I probably just assumed because I... Because of the baby and stuff? Well, yeah, but also I had a contract. <laughs> yeah. I mean, unless they were just going to pay me out for the next, like, three years and, you know, half half a season. I don't know. I don't think it occurred to me that they would... Mm-hmm. Kill me off at that point. I was too integrated into the show. I think earlier on, season one, season two, it was a little iffy. Yeah. But, mm. but yeah, no. Um, I, I Oof. remember uh, getting crutches for this, though, in the next episode of the episode after. And I remember really liking being in hospital scenes because <laughs> I just had to lay there and sleep. <laughs> that was kind of great. Half of Tree Hill is in the hospital right now. Like, oh my god! They are, yeah. It's well, Haley getting hit. Lucas having a heart attack because he didn't take his meds. Jeez. Dante's dead. De- I mean, it is just like it's a lot. And Deb's again, in rehab. De- yeah, yes. Karen smuggled Deb to rehab. What a good. That's a good misdirect. Because mm-hmm. at one point, do you guys remember we were watching the episode? I was like, "Why are they still driving? Yeah. Everyone else is at the game." Yeah. And then I went, oh. It's an hour and 40 minute okay. drive. It's not that yeah, big hello. of a deal. Meanwhile, so she's driving many to like, Yeah. She's going out to Asheville. <laughs> to but drop again, off. in that whole gorgeous montage at the end of the episode where you watch Dan stepping in as a killer, where, where Haley's in the hospital, you know, rolling in, Lucas is rolling in, Nathan's crying, and that announcer, the game. All of that, mm-hmm. all of that beautiful, you know, sports chat that that was written just to fit. It, it was it was so well done. It was a device mm-hmm. I really liked. Yeah. Sometimes the devices are shitty, and this device was. <laughs> I liked it so a lot. Good. This was the I right device. It. I loved it. Um, do we have fan questions? We've got yes, some questions, please. guys. Oh, I like this from Vanessa. She asks. If One Tree Hill was cast now as you being the mothers on the show, who would you play? Deb, Karen, Victoria, Lydia, Ellie. <laughs> That's fun. Uh, I, man. I mean, I'm Ellie. I would you love guys. Deb or Ellie. Yeah. yeah. Ellie. I mean, Victoria is so fun, too. Yeah, I would play Victoria. I don't have the moxie for Victoria. I'm so. You don't? No, I'm so intimidated by Daphne because she's just so <laughs> like. She's so razor sharp and I'm so slouchy and like awkward and I make dumb faces. I couldn't, I couldn't. You're an actress. But I couldn't do it. I'm what I'm saying. I got limits. I can't do this thing. She does the thing. I loved it. Yeah. She's got a different set of tools. You two can do that though. You two can go like razor sharp. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, it's fun. I think that's that's the funnest. The funnest. I think it's the most fun thing funnest. about acting. Mm-hmm. Like find all of all the places that you can't comfortably sit in real life. Mm. Do that. Ooh. How interesting! Is this what like an interesting Zodiac way to spend the day? Though? It's like yeah, I feel like I, my sun sign is Ellie, but like my moon sign is Karen. Mm. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, I was gonna say that the the character that feels the most obvious for me to play is Victoria, but I think I would have had a lot of fun playing Karen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good question. Mm. Valerie wants to know when young Keith is haunting Dan, he's always wearing the same outfit. <laughs> that's true. Ghosts <laughs> tend to not change clothes. I think you mm. sort of 
Yeah. Um, if you had to choose one of your outfits from the show as a ghost outfit for your character, which would you pick? <laughs> what a fun question. Yes. I this love is a this. Great question. Um, okay, the last episode I was in a like a camel tan shirt with red lips and that and long braid. braid. I think that would be my ghost outfit. Ooh, wow. Yeah. I'm super into it. Oh, I love that. You know what popped into my head, which feels so random? There was a really cute episode. Uh, I think it was in, I don't know if it was season eight or nine, when Brooke and Julian are having this like incredible date day. Mm. They like go out on all these little adventures. And I had this really cute gray, like square necked striped dress with an A-line skirt. And I just remember there's like a scene where we get on a Vespa and I just remember feeling like so cute in that dress. And so much of what I had to wear on the show was uncomfortable. Um, (laughs) And I loved that dress. So that I, I, it's kind of surprising. I guess it would be that. Also, I am just going to go ahead and caveat that by saying, seeing us all in our full cheerleading uniforms with the pants under the skirts in the mm. hospital is so funny. Oh, yeah. And I would love for the group of us to be like March of the Penguins and like be a cheer haunting. <laughs> cheer haunting. I'm just going to say. Someone <laughs> you know? write that movie right oh, now. Oh, my cheer God. Haunting. So in the last episode, um, we didn't talk about it on the podcast, but our wardrobe stylist like quit after that episode. Like we had worn him out and fine, you know, wasn't the right fit. And you're being very polite. Hillary. I'm being super polite. Uh, we didn't get along. And um, it was the best thing that ever happened to us because we got Carol Cutshaw to come yeah. in and be our stylist. And what you'll see from like this episode out is we look cute. And yeah. all of season five, Carol had me in basically like nightgowns with a vest. Like, yeah. I wore a slip and a vest every episode. and it's, That did become your uniform. It still I is. That. I'm yes, still doing still it. <laughs> yeah. I know. I love it. Yeah. The slip and a vest. That's the vibe. Outside love of it. cheer haunt. <laughs> cheer haunt. <laughs> that's a great question, Valerie. Thank you. Well, I loved this episode. I loved. It was perfect. The light spots and the dark spots. There's so yeah. many memes on the internet. From this episode. It was so much anticipation, so much stress and joy and ups and downs. And uh, I thought it had everything. It had everything you want from One Tree Hill when you tune in Mm. from start to finish. We want to spin a wheel. What are we most likely to this week? Yeah, we do. We're most likely to win the state championship. Am I right? Hey, hey. Hey. What do we got? Oh, who is most likely to have watched One Tree Hill Weekly when it aired? Chad. No, I don't think so. Do you think? No. I, I thought was going to say re- Antoine. I thought, he, I thought, oh yeah, Antoine, you're 100% <laughs> right. I was going to say because Chad was always like working on, on his act, he was always working on acting. So I feel like he would watch it back a lot because he would want to like dissect and study and Maybe. figure out like what was good and what wasn't and how to make it improve it for next time. He was also just on set so much. Like, I feel like we were all That's on true. set so much. Who was ever home? Yeah, but you're right. It's Antoine. Because yeah, Antoine watches because it as a fan. Antoine's like, I didn't read the script. I read my lines. Exactly. Like, this is crazy. Say, 
Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that was happening. Mm -hmm. Haley got hit by a car. That was always the best when he would come to work and be like, yo, did you see the episode last night? I (laughs) can't believe. And we're like, bro, we had that script like six weeks ago. (laughs) You know how to read You guys ended up together. That's great. So funny. Um, Which character from the show would be a teen drama fanatic? And be like Gigi. Oh, or Bevan. Yeah, Gigi or Bevan. Yeah, Gigi or Bevan. Yeah, Gigi might have been watching watching sports. <laughs> I think so. I think it's Deb. I think she's just like pilled out in her bedroom like, I'm going to watch these kids. Remember the good old days? <laughs> like the darkness of like watching teenagers when you're a full-ass adult. Just like, oh God. these were my glory days. Um, oh my goodness. Yeah. Well, the next episode of season four, episode 10, Songs to Love and Die By. Again, with the creepy titles. Uh, Can't wait to see what happens. Hope nobody dies. I think... Fingers crossed. uh, Rick Fox maybe does, but other other than that, Dante. Oh, you guys, I love this. Hey, congrats on the win, guys. We did it. We won! We'll see you guys next week. Next week! Hey, thanks for listening. Don't forget to leave us a review. You can also follow us on Instagram at dramaqueensoth. Or email us at dramaqueens at iheartradio.com. See you next time. We're all about that high school drama girl, drama girl, all about them high school queens. We'll take you for a ride in our comic girl, drama girl. cheering for the right team. Drama queens, drama queens, smart girl, rough girl, fashion but you're tough girl, you could sit with us girl. Drama queens, drama queens, drama queens, drama, drama queens, drama queens. I know there's a couple folks out there that don't know what they're doing for this summer yet. Um, so we have that solved for you. We figured it out. You are going to go to CheapCaribbean.com to find deals on all your favorite all-inclusive destinations, and you're going to spend your summer in paradise. Yeah, guys, come on. Take a break. You work hard. Everybody's working so hard. Mm. Swim up to the bar in Punta Cana or sit with your toes in the sand on the shores of Cancun. You can score an extra $175 off site-wide vacations of four nights or more now through June 3rd. Summer is going to be here before you know it. So do your deal and find vacays in your price range at CheapCaribbean.com. That's CheapCaribbean.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Boy, I've spent definitely a significant amount of time in therapy in my life. And I think there's just so many layers to life that can be hard to navigate. And having somebody there to just talk through things really makes, it makes the days easier sometimes. It's a simple truth, no matter who you are. Mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. I don't know about y'all. I love the holidays, and they also stress me out. (laughs) Yesterday, I was trying to get everybody's gifts wrapped, and I just needed a second. I was on my fourth paper cut, and I was like, okay, take a walk around the house, (laughs) calm yourself down. And you know what I did? I went and got myself a cookie, and I felt better. So all I'm saying is if you're tired or besieged by paper cuts... 
I think you deserve a cookie too. I agree. Guys, Keebler <laughs> Sandies are buttery. They're shortbread cookies made with delicious ingredients like cranberries, pecans, and almonds. And each Keebler Sandy shortbread cookie is baked to perfection by those cute little Keebler elves for a light sweetness and a texture that melts in your mouth. When you need a comforting moment for yourself, Keebler Sandies. It's the perfect treat that'll keep you going. Next time you feel like you're juggling it all, reach for a Keebler Sandy's shortbread cookie to enjoy a simple moment of comfort. You guys, have you heard about Squarespace? You must have, because I talk about it all the time. Their website has helped me with my businesses, but it will also help you grow your business. And it really does take the guesswork out of building a website. They have so many helpful and amazing tools, product features, and they make it so user-friendly. Now, one of our favorite product features is the Fluid Engine. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with a best-in-class website template and then customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. Stretch your imagination online with Fluid Engine built in and ready to go on any new Squarespace site. Go to squarespace.com slash drama for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code drama to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain.